Hello and welcome to DealCast. It's the weekly M&A podcast presented to you by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. I'm Juliana Needham. I'm a business journalist who's been covering M&A for a decade. In this episode, we're heading to Australia to find out why the mining sector is booming after a bad year in 2022. I'm joined by James Arbuthnot, who's a journalist covering energy, mining and utilities, who's based in Sydney. Hi, James. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, Juliana. How are you? Great. Thank you. Very well. So, James, can we start by looking at the big picture for corporate activity in the mining sector in Australia, please? What's happening there at the moment? Sure. So, Australian mining is really looking towards the United States at the moment. Now, the United States has introduced its Inflation Reduction Act. So, that requires companies to require to get their resources from approved countries which Australia is one of. So this is all of their critical critical minerals to help them make EVs and for the renewable economy. And Australia is quite poised to provide the US some diversification away from China in that respect. Great. Thank you. So can we start with the so-called dirty assets, the coal? Who's buying coal mines and coal-fired power plants in Australia? Yeah. So BHP, which is a big Australian company. It has iron ore, copper, nickel, potash, as well as metallurgical coal. Um, It's selling its joint venture assets, uh, the Dornier and Blackwater coal assets. And there's quite a few buyers there looking at there at the moment. There's Whitehaven Coal, Yan Coal, Coronado Energy, Peabody Energy, as well as Golden Energy and Resources. And there's also Czech-based family office, Seven Global Investments. Merger Market managed to speak to them recently. They said they are monitoring all investment opportunities in Australia in thermal and met coal, as well as other ESG-deprived assets. And when you say ESG-deprived, can you explain what that means? Sure. So that's when companies, uh, when, it, when an asset is, uh, it has problems with environmental and social governance. So if there's if there's, I guess, an environmental aspect there where it could be seen negatively, access towards towards traditional capital and investment can be strained. And so I'm guessing the mining majors like BHP and Rio Tinto are in the process of divesting as many of their dirtier assets to comply with ESG requirements or to comply with ESG um, in different countries. Yes. And can you just run through, you mentioned quite a few of the buyers there, whereabouts are those buyers based? Uh, So the buyers can be based from around Australia and they can also be seen in Indonesia. So Golden Energy and Resources are an Indonesian company. Um, And there are some Chinese buyers looking around there as well. So Chinese uh, companies do have some some stakes in these uh, and they have traditionally liked coal assets. And now looking at the mining deals linked to electric vehicles, can you give us an idea of what's going on in the lithium space and the other assets linked to uh, car batteries and electric vehicles, please? Yes. So there was considered to be a ceiling for the prices of lithium recently, which is very important for a lithium ion battery. Um, That was seen due to uh, a weak demand from China. 
in, in buying up EVs, but that ceiling didn't really stay around for long. For example, Tianchi Lithium and IGO, as a joint venture, they attempted to acquire Australian company Essential Metals, which is based in Western Australia. And there's also Australian company Allchem, which has an asset in Argentina, but was it recently agreed to merge with US company Livent. And that's for a combined valuation of about around $10.6 billion USD. So lithium is going going quite well in Australia still this year. And also in EVs, there's rare earths, which isn't part of the battery, but really part of the EV in the whole. Um, so Western countries are looking for diversification supply chains away from China and looking into to Australia. Um, M&A hasn't really followed suit there yet, and there hasn't been a large amount of deals, but private equity is expected to be interested, as well as Australian billionaires Andrew Forrest and Gina Reinhart. They've both bought into rare earths companies Hasting Technology Metals and Arafura Rare Earths, respectively. Thank you. And you've mentioned China a few times. Is there a cooling of interest from Chinese buyers looking to buy Australian companies and Australian companies looking to go into partnership with with Chinese companies. I think that would rely a lot on the Australian or the ACC, the Australian Consumer Corporation Commission. Um, they they can block stakes um, from from any company uh, any country, um, which could be seen if it's if it's a critical critical infrastructure or critical asset in Australia. So I think they may have something to do with Chinese cooling off their investments here, but that wouldn't that wouldn't say that there's no interest from Chinese companies looking to invest in Australia still. Okay, great, thank you. And can we turn our attention now to the precious metals? Is gold the safe option now for M&A deals? Yes, it is. So gold's considered quite safe in a recessionary environment. Um, But for gold miners who are building or running their mines, they are facing some rising costs, labour shortages and supply chain challenges. But despite that, Australian gold miner St. Barbara has repeatedly rejected an acquisition offer from Silver Lake Resources, which is also Australian. It's looking to acquire its Leonora assets. And there's also Australian gold miner Generous, Genesis Minerals, which is bidding for the asset too. It's valued at over $600 million AUD at the moment. And that's despite the largest Australian gold deal, Newcrest, um, which is being acquired by Canadian gold mining giant Newmont. Uh, the enterprise value for Newcrest in that deal is valued at 288 billion dollars Australian. And so how has 2023 gone so far versus previous years? So Australian mining M&A deals were last year at their lowest level since 1998. But this year that we've seen quite a quite a rise in M&A deals um, with USD six, $26 billion across 20 deals in Australian mining around May. And this was before Australian lithium miner Allchem agreed to merge with US lithium company Livent with for a combined USD $10.6 billion valuation. So there are a lot of mining deals going on in Australia at the moment. And so looking ahead to the rest of 2023, 
What's the sentiment there for mining deals and what trends do you expect to see continue? Uh, So I have heard from sources that there will be a lot of consolidation within the gold mining sector. So lots of gold companies looking to consolidate as well as some companies looking to sell their ESG constrained assets, whether that be coal or other things. Um, And as well as that, with the US Inflation Reduction Act, Australian companies, we can expect to look further ahead to renewables and to look to the US as a positive market to enter. Great. James, good to talk to you. Thanks very much. That was James Arbuthnot. Thanks for listening to Dealcast presented by Merger Market and SS&C Intralinks. Please rate, review and follow the podcast. You'll find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or look out for your Merger Market news alert. For more information, have a look at our show notes. Join us again next week.